the NFL ought to be ashamed of itself. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And that's right, I'm back. I'm back from Jacksonville, Florida. And we're live inside of the State of the Saints podcast studios to give you the State of the Saints podcast post-game show. The New Orleans Saints knock off the Denver Broncos by a score of 31-3. to The Saints move to 9-2, and still number one in the NFC. Uh, as far as seeding is concerned, and still atop the NFC South. So want to say thank you all for tuning in. Thank you very much for making this a part of your Sunday evening. Um, you know, the New Orleans Saints did get the job done. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> it's one of those games where I don't know how to feel. You know, on one hand, you know, I'm glad that the Saints actually got the win. You know, I hear people saying a win is a win. But on the other hand, you know, I just – I can't help but to think that this win is a tad bit tainted here. You know, like, you know, you look at the Denver Broncos. I mean, it was pretty obvious that these these guys, uh, you know, were behind the eight ball. Uh, I mean, this was an uphill climb for these guys. And I feel so bad for the Denver Broncos fans uh, across the country, around the world, to, to have to subject themselves to watch this, all because the NFL uh, is too cowardly and uh, – too much of a, uh, a hypocrite uh, to change the time and place of this game. Now, even the biggest Saints fan out there would have to admit that this game was not fair. Okay, this was not fair at all. The Saints were just, <laughs> they, they just, I mean, look, the Saints were just better than the Broncos. They were better than the Broncos already. Okay, but when you take away a team's quarterback, the most important position on the field. And you expect for these guys to go out there and be competitive. I mean, you're you're an idiot if you think that's possible. I mean, I mean, God bless the guy, you know, what is his name? Hinton, you know what I'm saying? The guy that played quarterback at Wake Forest. I mean, dude come off the street basically, signs off the practice squad to be the quarterback. Dude did the best that he could, but it was pretty obvious that he was not ready. Okay. He was not ready for prime time. Uh, you know, he tried to throw the ball down the field. He tried to, you know, allow some of the receivers to make plays. But, I mean, it was just ugly, ugly, ugly stuff, man. And all they can do is just run the football. So the Saints, all they had to do was put about eight or nine in the box, uh, you know. But, man, this was not a good game. You know, I, would, I wish I could say, like, this was a good game, but it wasn't. And, uh, like I said, the NFL ought to be ashamed of itself, you know. If this was another quarterback, I said this at halftime, if this was another quarterback with a big name, if this was Aaron Rodgers, if this was Patrick Mahomes, if this was Drew Brees, uh, you know, a uh, uh, Tom Brady, 
they would not have played this game. It, it was all about star power. It was all about positioning. If Peyton Manning was the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos, there's no way in the world this game would have been played on Sunday. How is it that they can flex around all these other games, right? We got the, the Ravens playing the Steelers, what, on a, on a Monday or a Tuesday or something like that. I mean, we got all these games moving around, shifting around and stuff like that due to COVID. But you can't allow these guys an extra day or two in order to get their quarterbacks a couple of negative COVID tests so they can go out there and play. It's an embarrassment, man. They know they could have done that, but that's just the hypocrisy of the National Football League. Just like the National Football League finding the New England Patriots $250,000 uh, for, you know, violating COVID, uh, you know, violating uh, COVID protocol and then turn around and find the Saints a half a million dollars in a seven-round pick for it. The NFL has its picks and chooses who that nation. I mean, it, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There are people that they put in positions to succeed. There are people that they 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 hold, uh, you know, in high regard. And then there are everybody else. Okay, there's the big market teams that they force down the throats of the establishment. Like for example, the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Football Team. Who, if you're looking at records alone, what in the world have they done to even? be on national television on Thanksgiving or even the Detroit Lions, you know, they're all about nostalgia. They're all about history and all that stuff like that. But, you know, that's, that's what was wrong with the NFL. You know, they don't want to move forward. They don't want to move into the future. This whole good old boy system that they've been holding down uh, since the 1960s. And they still trying to hold on to that with their life. And you're watching other sports like major league baseball and basketball slowly pass them by okay so as long as they continue to be as clueless as they can and act as if you know these situations with COVID don't exist and they try to save themselves you know instead of uh, looking at the players as people then we're going to continue to be in this situation and folks look we're going to talk about the game I got a lot to say about the game but we just got to call the spade a spade here you know the biggest Saints support out there in the world has to say that this game is a tad bit tainted, man. You knew for a fact that the Saints uh, were going to win this football game. There was no way in the world that a guy coming off the street on Saturday who don't know the offense, who don't know the plays, who don't know where the players need to go, don't know the timing of the receivers, he was behind the eight ball from the jump, okay? But as long as we continue to pretend like these situations don't exist, then we're going to continue to have these same problems. In the NFL, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. Bronco Nation, you know, on a you know as a as a as a sports fan, as a fan of the NFL, I apologize. I apologize that you had to subject yourself to that embarrassment. And Saints fans, I, I'm sorry that you had to subject yourself, suggest uh, subject yourself to that game. You know, it, it's just the truth, man. Like we deserve better. We deserve better, man. We we deserve better. So that's just the way that I feel. But I want to take this opportunity to talk about the game. Uh, the game itself was good if you like defense. Um, the Denver Broncos did all they could, man. But when all you can do is run the ball, the best defense in the world, you could you can uh, bring the 85 Bears out there. You can bring the 2,000 Ravens out there. You keep on uh, putting this defense out on the field after three and outs. It's just a matter of time before those guys get tired. And, you know, the Saints warm out. And I have to give credit to Sean Payton got to give credit where credit is due you know he tried to run the football more because he understood that Vic Fangio team didn't have a quarterback so he, 
he at least tried to make it competitive. But it was just the fact of the, you know, of the three and outs. I mean, it caught up to the Denver defense and it was not much they can do. Um, Want to say uh, I'm happy for Latavius Murray. Um, you know, Latavius Murray is a guy that uh, I often say has always been the bridesmaid and never the bride. Everywhere this guy has been, he has been a solid running back. Rather, he was in Oakland. Uh, rather, he was in Minnesota. Now he's in New Orleans. So it was good to see Latavius Murray get some shine today. He had two touchdowns over 100 yards, had about 18 carries in this game, if I'm not mistaken. So congratulations to Latavius Murray for finally uh, getting the respect and the, and the shine that he deserves. You know, I mean, we look at how spectacular Alvin Kamara is. We see all the things that Alvin Kamara can do. And we we tend to forget about Latavius Murray and how good he is as a running back. And, you know, he fumbled today, but that was the first time he fumbled in like two years. And after that, man, you can tell that like, he took it upon himself to run the ball even harder. And, uh, you know, he was really out there. Uh, looking like Le'Veon Bell for the Steelers, you know, like he was very patient, waiting for the holes to develop. That touchdown that he ran on that long run was incredible. You know what I'm saying? The way that he cut back into that to that hole, man, and just ran right up the gap. I mean, that was just picture-perfect stuff right there. I mean, a work of art. <clears throat> but I'm just so excited about Latavius Murray. Uh, to be honest with you, offensively, that's about it. You know, like Latavius Murray, I – uh, Taysom Hill looked terrible. Uh, you know, we got to call it for what it is. He looked horrible out there. He looked like deer in headlights. He looked lost. Um, I'm not ready to give up on this guy just yet because that's the way we do it at Saints fans sometime. I hate to say it. Or we were singing his praises last week. People were on here talking about, I'm sorry, Taysom, I'm sorry. And now all of a sudden, a guy has a bad game. And now, old man, we got to go ahead and, you know, we go. let's just go get Jameis. Let's see what Jameis got. Nah, man, you got to take the good with the bad sometimes. And we also have to understand that this guy is not Drew Brees. Okay, he is not Drew Brees. So stop comparing him to Drew Brees. Stop putting him up against Drew Brees because that's not fair. Okay, it, it just it's definitely not fair. All right, you know, like you can't do that. Okay, because if you're doing that, nobody's ever going to meet the expectations of Drew Brees because Drew Brees is one of the greatest of all time. Taysom Hill went up against Vic Fangio. And for all those people out there that may not know who Vic Fangio is, let me talk a little bit about Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio was the defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears, okay, when Chicago had the best defense in all of football. A couple years ago when they were uh, a Super Bowl favorite and their kicker uh, missed the field goal and the Philadelphia Eagles beat them in the playoffs, yes, Vic Fangio was the defensive coordinator. He was the one that was out there making those guys one of the best defenses in football. And he goes to the Denver Broncos. And I know what you I know what you thought, who that nation. You looked at the screen, you seen the Saints record, and then you seen the Broncos record. And I told y'all at the beginning of the week, don't look at the Broncos record. These guys are really good defensively. And they really are good defensively. Vic Fangio is a, a master at what he does. Imagine Taysom Hill, he went from intermediate defense when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons. And he left that class and went right to calculus, okay? He went to pre-algebra, and then he went to calculus the next week. That's exactly what happened. This was master class when it comes to defense. Vic Fangio is a master at confusing quarterbacks and making the best quarterbacks look pedestrian. So what Taysom Hill was up against is no surprise to me. And if you follow Vic Fangio's career – if you follow the Denver Broncos as a whole, 
you would have known that he was going to struggle in this game. So it wasn't a surprise to me at all. Now, let's talk about some of the things that he struggled with. The decision-making, okay? The decision-making, holding the ball way too long, okay? There was a couple of times where he should have just checked it down. But Taysom Hill, he holds the ball way too long, man. He's too afraid to make a mistake. He's not being aggressive. He's afraid to pull the trigger. And when he does pull the trigger, he second-guesses himself, so it comes out late. That's the reason why you're seeing passes incomplete to Jared Cook. That's why you're seeing passes bounce off the chest of Michael Thomas. It's because he takes too long to make up his mind, okay? He, he takes too long to make up his mind. But he went up against a defense that is, is stout and is very, very disciplined. All right, so I'm not ready to throw him in the trash. Like I said, I know some of our emotions and our love for football players uh, wanes from week to week, you know, in the Who That Nation. We love a guy one week. He he the, he the next MVP of the league. And then if he have a bad game, we need to look at another person like, nah, man, you got to take the good with the bad. And me personally, I, I, I'm glad that he had this game today. I mean, can you imagine if he had this game against another opponent with a quality quarterback? Can you imagine if he had this performance against the Philadelphia Eagles? Could you imagine if he had this, this performance against the Falcons? They would have lost. I mean, it's plain and simple. The Saints should think. I mean, like I said at a halftime, the Saints should thank the guy, God above that Drew Locke or Driscoll didn't play. Because if they did, I think the Saints would have had a tough time here today. It would have been a much tougher game for the New Orleans Saints. It would have been a very, very tough game for the New Orleans Saints if Taysom Hill uh, would have had to go up against one of those conventional quarterbacks. So uh, his worst game came at the, be the best time it can possibly come. And also, you have opportunities to put some of that stuff on tape. You got some of the good stuff that he did last week against the Falcons, and now you have some of the bad he did against the Denver Broncos. So now you have a chance to correct the good and the bad, and hopefully you get a better showing out there against the Atlanta Falcons, who had a smoke and mirrors performance today against the Vegas Raiders. So that's all I got to say, man. Defensively, Demario Davis is a beast. I think we already know that. He was all over the field. Uh, Quan Alexander, you know, incredible doing, you know, what I'm saying picking up that fumble. Uh, you know, <laughs> the cornerbacks out there, safeties, you know, CJ Gardner Johnson got a pick, Janora Jenkins had a pick, um, uh, Marshall Lattimore should have had a pick. I'm more concerned about what's happening with Janora Jenkins more so than anything else. Okay, look, though, I mean, the, the dude was way out of his league. Okay, so those interceptions, I mean, <laughs> they were just bound to come, it was inevitable. Okay. It was an inevitable, like the sun coming up around 6 a.m., okay? So that's what I got to say. Um, I'm going to open up the phone lines. Uh, the only thing I ask to, tonight uh, is that you keep your calls uh, brief. You know, I'm not going to uh, have a long show, as you all know, that I have to, uh, you know, I won't be able to be on a show too long here this evening. But uh, just make sure you keep your comments uh, short, you know, and, uh, you know, that just – See what you all got to say. But let me go ahead and go through the chat real quick. Let me see what everybody is talking about in here. Lavelle says, how does Alvin Kamara not catch a pass in two straight games? Taysom does not get through uh, this process, uh, his progressions. Not at all. Uh, happy feet galore. Yeah, he definitely, uh, he definitely uh, feels, I mean, he definitely was feeling that pressure. And he, uh, he gets happy feet when he gets that pressure around him. He's good for an even. I don't know what what an even is. Iceman T said, I think Taysom is not bad. 
but he's not overachieving either. Yeah, you know, I just think that uh, he just went up against a really good defensive coordinator. Charles uh, says uh, Davis better make the Pro Bowl this year. Yeah, I mean, he, he might be up for defensive player of the year. Uh, I would love to get 238 and uh, 50 rushes from Taysom every year. Yeah, me too. Taysom can't read coverages. Nah, I mean, <sighs> bruh, I mean, he went up against Vic Fangio. I don't know if y'all really know who this guy is, man. Y'all don't think y'all know how good of a defensive coordinator this dude is. This dude is like really, really good, man. You know, I mean, you could you could have put Drew Brees out there today, and you know what I'm saying? He probably would have had a tough time against a Vic Fangio's defense. Uh, who that David? What's going on, man? What's going on, TJ, bro? Like you said, I'll keep it short and sweet for you. And everybody here watching this, the State of State of the Saints podcast, I'm gonna start this off by shouting out to the Denver Broncos team. Okay, mm-hmm. they made the they made the most out of a unfortunate situation. Their quarterback should have been following COVID-19 protocols, but it is what it is. So shout out to them, but I'm not shouting out their fan base. Fuck them and everything they stand for. Excuse my language. Now, as far as the evaluation for Taysom Hill goes, yeah, we can all agree his this wasn't his best performance, okay? But when you can and I'm not even going I'm not trying to compare him to, to Teddy Bridgewater of last season. But I can't, I can't help but do so because some people want to bring in Jameis Winston or they want to bring up the Teddy Bridgewater's performance last season with a 5-0 start. Let's look at these two uh, side-by-side real quick. T- uh, Teddy Bridgewater, first two games, a hot Seattle, Seattle offense against Russell Wilson and a, three, and a 3-0 Dallas Cowboys team coming into the Dome who didn't, who didn't even score a touchdown. Look at what Taysom Hill's done against the uh, your most hated rival in the Atlanta Falcons and a under and an, I personally underrated Denver uh, passing uh, pass rush and passing defense. Okay, overall they're pretty much even. Uh, okay, so Teddy uh, Taysom Hill had the had the better uh, first showing. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater had the better second showing. So, the, but there's still too little information here to make a real clear cut decision on if he can be the starting quarterback for the future. So I'm personally, I'm still going to be on this train. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait it out and if, until Drew Brees comes in. And then I'm, I'm going to look at the footage, take the good with the bad, and make it the my decision then. But until then, I'm still on board with Taysom Hill. And let's look at another 30-plus-year-old quarterback who had an abysmal day but still came out with a win over the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Nine, uh, 18 pass attempts, nine completions, 84 yards, two interceptions. Guess who didn't have an interception? To, uh, who only had one interception? Excuse me. Taysom Hill only had one interception. And that was and that was just because A.J. Boye played the ball really well and knocked it up into the air. Okay? Mm-hmm. So Taysom Hill had a much better showing today than Cameron Newton who's also known for running with the ball, using his legs, mind you. Taysom Hill did that better than Cam Newton. Okay, and when you, and Cam Newton has all this hype. Talk about he was supposed to be coming back and be a potential MVP or comeback player of the year. Great, good, take it for what you want. But when you're still out playing Cam Newton at your worst day, that's got to give you something to look forward to, especially to these people in the Huda Nation who are who – are, pretty much shouting at the top of their lungs for Sean Payton and Mickey Lewis to sign Cam Newton to the Saints this past offseason. So everybody just needs to take a breath. We're all going to have these these types of games. Not every game is going to be flashy. 
Uh, it's not going to be perfect, but it was still effective, especially with the ground game. Shout out to Latavius Murray. His first 100-yard game of the season came over with two touchdowns. He took a lot of pressure off of Alvin Kamara so he could rest up that foot for next week. Everybody was sharing the load on, on in the ground game, okay? So I'm I'm satisfied with this win, even though it came at the most unfortunate time for the Denver Broncos, but a win's a win. Get out of there. Dust your hands off. Let's move on to next week. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I, I understand it. You know, I understand as far as a win is a win, but like I said I'm I'm more did I'm more upset with the NFL for allowing this game to take place on today. They ought to be ashamed of themselves, man. But I mean, like you said, a win is a win. But I mean, it just feels dirty. You know what I'm saying? I I feel dirty as I don't know what watching this game. Like I said, man, it's almost like if you playing 21 against four year olds or something, you know what I'm saying? And you go out there and blow them out. Like how how, how happy do you feel? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you beat up on four year olds, you know what I'm saying? That's the way it it feels. But I say, man, like you said, it's a win is a win. I don't know who you talk to as far as Denver Broncos fans, man, but I mean, the ones that I've talked to, uh, you know, I I guess I'm being a little biased, you know what I'm saying? One of my best friends in the world is a Broncos fan, but, uh, you know, I just, I just feel bad for the ones that, you know, that, that ain't making the excuses that, you know, I just feel bad for them, man. I know a couple of fans out there that, you know, they could be jerks about it or whatever, man. They feel like, oh, y'all, the only reason y'all beat us, like make no mistake about it. Y'all would have lost regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like you just would have been, more competitive, you know what I'm saying? Like it That's would have been more competitive. But who that Davis, I appreciate it, man. Thanks uh for the for the call and uh, uh good luck with the uh, state of the black and gold, my brother. Take care. You too, right. TJ, bro. All right, take it easy, man. Uh, who that Davis bad? They got no love uh for the <laughs> for the Denver Bronco fan base. But I understand, man. Like we gotta, man. We gotta stop these Twitter wars, man. We gotta stop them, man. These people really get under your skin. And really take you out of your position, man. You know, they, they can be mad disrespectful on there, man. Especially, like, when they all up in their feelings about their team. Uh, Keen Arthur, uh, what's going on, man? Man, what's going on with you, homie? Yeah, what's going on, brother? Cooling, bro. I got to say a few things, though. I, I yeah, know go, go ahead, man. You got to the time, man. First of all, I can't even be happy about this win, bro. This game should have never got played after mm-hmm. they found out all them people wasn't going to play. Yeah. Because of that situation. In the NFL, man, they really see us as chattel, bro. It's right. a, a property. All right. You already covered that, so I ain't going to hop on that. Defense play like I expected them to. I think mm-hmm. they would play like that regardless of yeah, part yeah. of Yeah, good, good point. Yeah. But I still can't – I can't put too much stock into it because, man, that kid was running for his life. Man, was really? he? That boy was running for his life. I, so, <laughs> I, I, you know, hey, it was one play – it was one play that he rolled to his right – and Cam Jordan like got him underneath the shoulder pass and lift him up like he was a little child. Like he literally <laughs> lit, launched this guy up into the air and he flew about five or ten yards back. And I said, "My goodness, man! I mean, he it, it looked. I mean, he looked like a child out there playing against grown men." You know what's crazy, uh, TJ? Mm-hmm. The same thing you just explained. Cam Jordan did that four times this game. Yep. He threw him down after after a pass four times yep. this game. Yep. Mad disrespectful, <laughs> <laughs> young fella. I mean, like, I, like, uh, like homeboy did uh, Nate Robinson. Mad disrespectful, man. Mad no, disrespectful. Hey, 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 TJ, I teach mixed martial arts, bro. I, t- I practice nine different martial arts, and I've been teaching for six years. Been studying mm-hmm. for like twelve. Right. So, the dudes that work, they call me MMA or Brother Show Enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So I've been, I've been messing with him. I said, all right, now, don't make me Nate Robinson in your butt. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. Man. <laughs> but straight up, though, it's, it's a good win, bro. But one thing I wanted to hammer home is I'm still mm. on with I'm on board with Taysom Hill, bro. He needs mm. to get, get better with his decision-making because Michael right. Thomas, Traquan, and Emmanuel was open several plays oh, yeah. um, downfield. And that boy holds the ball way too long. It's like he's scared to make a decision or scared to do something wrong. Right. You can't do this in the NFL, especially against Mr. Vangio on the other side. People don't know who that dude is, but that dude is a beast of a defensive coordinator, boy. Right. He, he I, I, I'm telling people that, man. I'm telling you, like, this dude is the modern-day Dick LeBeau. I'm telling you. Like, he's not – like, he's going to end up losing his job. Let's just make that clear. He's not going to be the coach of the Denver Broncos most likely next year. But somebody right. going to sign him as a defensive coordinator, and the guy is going to make a team a legit – a legit defense. I don't know if he probably going to end up going to Detroit or some other team that have a struggling defense. I pray, like honestly, I pray to to God above that that the Buccaneers don't say, you know what, Ty Bowles. Uh, I think we might want to go in a different direction, and they get Vic Fangio. I'm telling you, man. I don't want this dude nowhere. I don't want this dude nowhere around the NFC South. Like seriously, y'all, y'all, that that dude. I'm telling you, if the if if the Falcons get their hands on that dude or the uh, the Carolina Panthers get their hands on that dude. I'm telling you, it's going to be some rough days, you know what I'm saying, offensively for the New Orleans Saints. I'm telling y'all, man. I'm just being real. That's how my, that's how, that's how how good that dude is at calling plays. Hey, TJ, let me say this last thing, bro, and I'm going to let you go. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm still on board with seeing what Taysom Hill got, bro. Right. Like I feel like the circumstances that we was dealing with in terms of the altitude and all that dictated right. how the game was called today. Mm-hmm. But one thing I learned is that what we lack in downfield explosive plays, mm-hmm. we make up for with efficiency and methodical drives. Yeah, you know. What I mean? yep. So today showed why we need a Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I still like what Taysom Hill is trying to do. I, I'm still I'm still all in on him. You know, doing trying to do his thing with the team. Right. But today showed why we need a Drew Brees. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, decision making, methodical. Don't turn right. the ball over. And mm-hmm. you, if your defense playing like that, it don't matter who backed up, boy. Man, for real. <laughs> I'm for real. I ain't no, you ain't you ain't losing many games. Yeah, you're right about that, man. But Keen Arthur, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much, man. You know it, bro. I'll let me. All right, take it easy. Yeah, man. We're gonna uh, move on now. We got Josh. Josh, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, brother? You know they did my convocation yesterday. It was an online ceremony, but they did it. Yeah, man, I see that, man. Congratulations to you. Uh, you know, I made sure that uh, you know, I shared that. I know you told me uh where I can find your name. I saw your name on the list. Uh, like I said, man, congratulations to you. I know it's been a a heck of a journey, and uh, we're all proud of you, man. Hey, thanks, brother. Um, so I've got two quick points. Um, mm-hmm. I know you're the type of dude that likes to think that there's a takeaway from every game, but mm-hmm. in this game, there just isn't, man. Like in this game, let me. Let me put it to you like this. You've been in like a few fistfights before, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and you grew up in New Orleans, so you're probably used to fighting some people that know how to fight, right? Right. <laughs> so, if you come across somebody who's never been in a fight in his life, that person might be able to do damage to you just because you're not used to what he's doing. So, it kind of screws up your own game. Right. And that's kind of what happened today. I, I think the Saints were just all mentally messed up because the Broncos didn't really have a quarterback. Right. And I think it messed up 
which is weird because we were messed up on the offensive side of the ball, but I think it just mm-hmm. messed with everybody's mentality to the right. point where they know how they should even handle this game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, does that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but um, as far as uh, Taysom Hill goes, he's got talent. You know what he reminds me of is he reminds me a lot of a young uh, Jay Cutler, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. What I mean is that when Jay Cutler was young, back when he was with the Broncos, right, he used to be able to throw these incredibly hard, incredibly fast, like missile passes, right, um, you know, downfield, and the ball would not lose its velocity even when it got twenty yards down the field. I mean, do you remember right. the old Jay Cutler doing that? Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, you know, Jay Cutler was multi-talented. He just never lived up to his potential. Right. But Taysom Hill's got that same skill. He can just throw these freaking missiles like you, 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 you could almost charge him with, with assault as hard as he throws that ball at the receiver sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I'm like, he's got all the talent in the world. He's got the best um, best uh, offensive head coach in the nation uh, mm-hmm. working with Give him a few games and he'll be, he'll, he'll be rocking. So, that's what I have to say about that. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I don't take anything from the game. I will say this: um, the team that played the Saints next week, the Falcons, took some from this game, and I, I, I would be highly, I would be highly surprised if there's any zone play uh, against the Saints next week. I mean, I, I guarantee you that the Falcons are going to be blitzing Taysom Hill because Vic Fangio sent like all different type of blitz packages in a way of Taysom Hill and. Like I said, man, I, 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 like I was watching a movie, Happy Feet. You know, man, he would he, he would not stand strong in that pocket. So, uh, the I mean, I mean, they got some tape on him as far as like him reading uh, blitzes because right now, I don't think he can. So, but uh, Josh, man, I, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much, man. And uh, once again, congratulations to you. All right, brother. Thanks a lot. All right, take care, man. Shouts out to Josh, man. He graduated from Iowa State University. Uh, he had his uh, convocation, his graduation online, and, uh, you know, we're really proud of him here in the Who That Nation, man. Anybody that followed the State of the Saints podcast, I mean, you know Josh's journey. You know, he, he man, he was homeless at one time. Uh, a lot of, you know, things that he uh, went through personally. But he's a champion, man. Not, you know what I'm saying, not because he uh, roots for the Saints, but he's a champion in life, man. He's an overcomer. And it's people like that, you know, that, that motivate me, you know, every single day. You know, so shouts out to him. We're happy for you. Congratulations to you, man. And, uh, you know, great days are ahead of you, man. So uh, keep your head up and keep moving forward. Uh, Jerry, the OG of the State of the Saints podcast. What's going on, man? What's going on, TJ? Man, how you doing? I'm doing great. That's man, good, man. We got man. the win today. Definitely, Absolutely. We got the win today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I want to pick up what uh, what Josh and Jesus were saying. Also, shouts out to him and congratulations right. from graduating from Ohio, Iowa State. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, my, my my big ups to you, uh, Josh. Yeah. Wherever you at, man. Uh, congratulations and God bless, brother. Yeah. But uh, but to this game, I'm not gonna be on here too long because I know you got other callers coming in. But I'm gonna make this short and sweet, TJ. Mm-hmm. The first quarter was really. I like a train wreck. Oh, in the first quarter. Horrible. Horrible. It was, it was, it, I, I'm like, guys, come on, man. Give me something. Excite me. Give me hype. <laughs> you know, do a long pass. Do a long run. Do something. Right. But they just, but, they, but, and that's why there was zero to zero in the first quarter. But 
Right. They start progressing in the second half, and you know they they like you said they ran the football. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, ain't, ain't no telling how many times they ran the football today with Taysom Hill, Latavius Murray, and Albert Kamara, and a little and, and a little bit of I guess it was that uh, that young kid, um, Dwayne Washington. Yeah, yeah, du- yeah, Dwayne end. Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, ain't no telling how many rush attempts they they ran. But yeah, they ran big, quite a few. Ups to uh, Latavius Murray that stepped up and, and scored two rush touchdowns. Right. But but I got it, but I have to give the game ball to that Saint defense. Yeah. Yeah. They man. came out, dude. They came they, they out were balled out today, TJ. Balling. I mean, they I mean they were coming out left and right. And they were and, and, and <laughs> I'm gonna heard you mention about the Dennis the Dennis Allen uh uh express. I said, yeah. where, where the where the Dallas where the Dennis Allen uh, 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 people talking about we need to get rid of them. We need yeah, to I was wondering, I don't know, man. I look, I mean, bro, I mean, bro, I mean, bro, and I, I said, you know, like <laughs> I was one of those people that said he needed to go, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hide, I'm not gonna say that I didn't say that. I said it, and uh, you know, it's one of those situations I was wrong, and I will gladly crow as long as the defense continues to play like that. I don't mind eating no crow, you know what I'm saying? Like, put, put the head up, you know what I'm saying? Just give me some hot sauce, give me a fuck, and, uh, you know, I'll I make it happen. So, <laughs> yeah, but, man, uh, I'm happy also, also, TJ, also, TJ, um, mm-hmm. uh, while everybody, while you're talking to everybody else uh, and everybody in the chat, um, I did I did watch the rest of the uh, the Chiefs uh, Buccaneers game, and the Chiefs right. uh, won by three points. Yeah. So just want to give a shout out to the chat that's on there. Uh, the, the Chiefs did win and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twenty seven to twenty four. So that that widens us up some more. Right. Plus, well, plus the Forty Nine ers <laughs> beat the Rams, so that more cushion right there. Yep. I mean, well, <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm happy. You know, I'm happy that all these things taking place, man. I mean. Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans, coast to coast, it's looking like they, you know, they're looking like the Jets. You know, I don't know if people remember this when Brett Favre uh, signed with the Jets and the Jets mm-hmm. went 6-0. and oh. And then all of a sudden, like, they turned around and just had one of the most epic collapses in NFL history. This is what this looking like right now. And, yep. you know, I mean, the only thing that's saving them right now is that extra playoff spot. And you have other teams that have to really do some work. You know, I'm, I'm looking at those playoff teams like the Bears and, and and yeah. Minnesota and San Francisco, mm-hmm. I can see San Francisco sneaking up on them and winning. You know, say especially if they can get Jimmy yeah. G back and maybe you know saying do some things. Uh, but I don't know, man. Uh, Tampa. Yeah. Speaking, speak, speaking of speaking of the Bears, I hope I hope they pull an upset tonight because they playing the Packers in the next hour. So hopefully, right. if they if they get their everything in the right place. Hopefully right. they'll upset them at Lamb Field tonight, and because because they too try to fight for that one seed like we are. Even yeah. They, yes, they beat us earlier this year, but but it would be a blessing in disguise if the Chicago Bears beat the beat the Green Bay Packers tonight, mm-hmm. and that's and, and we and that always that winds up some more because we we're right. planning on locking that one seed, but right now we just got to focus on these dirty birds who we finna kill next week. Because I mm-hmm. know they put up 43 points over the Raiders, but I don't know if they're going to do the same thing to us. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't, I don't think it. so. I, I don't see it either. Uh, I think it's going to be more competitive than it was last time, but uh, we'll yeah, see, so man. All, we'll see. So all I got. So all I can tell you, TJ, and everybody in the chat, the Who That Nation, like last week, get your pots out. We got some more dirty birds to cook. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to that game, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get a better showing out of Taysom Hill next week. Uh, but Jerry, thank I, you so much, man. I appreciate the call. Uh, anytime, TJ. Hope yeah. the Thanksgiving was good, my brother. Mine's was yeah. good too. Man, likewise, man. Take care, my brother. All right, we'll talk later this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Shouts out to Jerry. Uh, we're gonna move on to Iceman. Iceman, what's going on, man? Yo, can you hear me? Can you yeah, hear I can me? hear I can hear you, Iceman. How you doing? Perfect. I'm good, brother. That's good. Oh uh, man. man, um this game was uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more along the lines of what Josh was saying. Um, you know, I mean, it's, the only word I could use was expected. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was this was kind of expected. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't really expect them. I'm also in agreement with you. I don't think they should have uh, let this game uh, be played. I, 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 I'm one of the people where when if we're going to beat somebody, I want to beat them, like, at full strength. It, yeah. There's no debate. You know yep. what I'm saying? So there's no debate whether this team is good. Like, I want to beat you when you're at your best. You know yes. what I'm saying? So yes. that's, that's just me. I don't know how everybody else, but that's just, like, how I am. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, man, like, I I, I thought that the uh, the offense kind of struggled a bit. Um, I'm not hopping off of the, uh, the uh, believing in Taysom yet. I did see some things that are kind of concerning, yeah. especially after he's kind of, you you would think that he would uh be settled into, you know, kind of knowing his role after having some weeks to prepare and having right. some weeks to be in just the quarterback room. You know what I'm saying? So right. uh just a couple things I saw that was kind of uh concerning, like him being like he's like too uh taking too much time yeah. uh to throw the ball in the pocket. Um there yeah. was a couple plays where they showed on a game where Trey Quan was open in the middle of the field. You know, he even had the middle of the field where he could either he could even uh, run and get five yards and slide. That's another thing that Taysom need to work on, sliding, bro. Just get down, bro. Right. You ain't got to, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be RG3 running into contact and putting your shoulder down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, slide, get down, get five, six yards, get out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little nuances. And I'm pretty sure the more he plays, the more he'll get comfortable in the pocket and his pocket presence will kind of, you know, get better. Right. Um, But, um. I, I don't I don't think we need to call for Jameis Winston uh just yet. Um right. because I feel like Taysom Hill gives a dimension to the game that J that Jameis can't really do, and that's him being dual threat. Jameis can run a little bit, but Taysom is on a different level with the athleticism. Um yeah. this defense, I don't know if we need to bring Deion Sanders from Jackson State. Or oh, uh, one of these other brothers. Nah, nah uh, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Man. Nah, nah, nah. We we don't need to get uh, Deion Sanders from Jackson State. Leave him alone. Anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. My, right. well, my 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 uh my alma mater needs him uh to bring back respectability and credibility uh to Jackson State University. So uh, maybe somebody else. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe we'll, Ronnie we'll, Lott is available. Yeah. Some, somebody. <laughs> I mean, we got to do some for real, TJ. We got to do some type of uh, interception drill or something, man. Because I mean, they caught some interceptions, but. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why they I don't know why they be dropping them the interceptions like that. Man, they cornerbacks. Cornerback can't catch. That's the reason why they cornerbacks, man. Like 
everybody not gonna be like everybody not gonna be Ed Reed or Deion Sanders, man. Like that's the reason they play cornerback. Like it's it's yeah. it's, it's just as simple as that. Is anybody that ever played, you know, like organized football, if you're a little bit of an athlete and they might start you off at wide receiver, when they find out you can't catch, they're gonna put you right on the other side of football. And that's the reason why, you know what I'm saying? It's just that simple. You know, like that ball went right between Marshawn Lattimore's head. Like anybody else, if that was a receiver, that's a pick. You know what I'm saying? If that, right. you know, but they can't catch. You, you know, know? And, it, and, <laughs> and it happens to everybody, and that's true. Uh, last one I want to make is, um, man, I like how Sean Payton was kind of calling the game after the first, uh, you know, quarter, sticking with the run, letting the run yep. game mature. Uh, yep. Keeping Mate- uh, Latavius Murray going, and I yep. feel like this is what we, this is what I expect to see from Latavius Murray right. when he gets the touches. You know what I'm saying? Let right. him, I think, I think as long as Drew Brees is out, even when Drew Brees comes back, I think Latavius Murray needs to get like 20 uh, running carries, 20 to 25 running touches right. a game. Let them, let him wear the defense down, make them come down, so we could throw the ball over top they head. You know what I'm saying? So, right. um. Yeah, man, I really like what I saw from Latavius. Shout out to him. And, um, yeah, shout out to the defense, man. The defense played with the hair on fire. Right. Uh, even with the circumstances. I, and, I, and I know that we can't put too much stock into this win. But, you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll, we'll take the win and keep the change moving. Uh, good, moral, good moral, uh, you know what I'm saying, good morale uh, yeah. with all Most the new players yeah. that we got coming in. Mm-hmm. Carlton Alexander has been a, a – man, this dude, man. Yeah. This dude, Quan Alexander, has been good for the uh, guys saying to this team him, for real, man. Him and Demario Davis, yep. 58 and 56, them hot boys. Man. Oh, my goodness, man. man Off beast. the chain, beast. absolutely phenomenal, man. But yeah, I'm gonna yeah. let you uh get to your next caller, man. Thanks for taking my call and who that to the family, man. Man, for real. man no problem, Ice Man. Take care, man. Take it easy, man. Shouts out to Ice Man. Uh, y'all already know Ice Man 504 on uh, YouTube, man. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe to the channel. Uh, Kent Terrio, uh, thank you very much for the 499 says, yo, TJ, I love the win, but I'm not happy with Taysom missing passes and holding the ball too long, but I pray Jenkins gets well. That's my main concern. I don't care about nothing else besides Janora Jenkins. Janora Jenkins is playing otherworldly, and um, him and Marshawn Lattimore, man, look, those two guys right now playing some real good football, and, uh, you know, I don't want to see anything happen to him. That's my main concern. You know, I just wish that he would have just took the pick. I, I get it. I get it, man. He he trying to get that, uh, you know, return for a touchdown record. I, I get it, man. You trying to get them pick sixes. I get it. But, man, just go down on the ground, man. You ain't have to. Like, you, you weren't going to score on that, man. You had to go ahead and reverse field. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen to Janoris, man. Jack Rabbit, you know, we need you too bad, man. We need you too bad. And we definitely don't want to see no, nothing happen to you when you're missing a substantial amount of time. Uh, that dude, Robert, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I missed you last week, Gravel, you know, when we beat those uh, dirty birds. But um, I'm back this weekend. Um, okay. The defense played lights out. Mm-hmm. Alexander, was a, he's a god sent to us. We've been, we've been missing a linebacker like that for the last couple of years. Man, yes, know? sir. Yes, sir. So, but um, my thing is on Hill, you know, um, I was expecting to see some type of improvement from last week to this week. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I specifically watched the game just to see that. And honestly, I did not see that. Right. You know, besides holding on the ball too long, not not trusting his eyes, through, you know, by looking for his progressions. You know, I just, I don't know that 
I'm not saying he's not the one I'm gonna give him one more game, but right. if I don't see an improvement with him, I, I I can't see him, you know, taking us into into the um, you know, holding it down till Drew come back. We have to see what right. Jameis Winston can bring at that point. Right. Um, I understand the the pay that he has gotten, but mm-hmm. by him playing multiple positions, that's his pay right there. You know, True. he Good earned point. his pay by playing Good. multiple Good positions. Point. Good point. You know, but right now his internal clock is just slow. Mm. His internal clock is slow, and I think that's due from him not playing the position because yeah. that, that comes through repetitious play. But right now, I, if I had to grade this game, last week I gave him a solid C. Mm-hmm. Right now, this game here, I gave him a, a D plus, C minus. He's right. somewhere floating in that category. That's because he ran for two touchdowns. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> so, But looking at the, the actual Q being of the game, Mm-hmm. Prime example when he threw that ball to um to um Cooks, yeah. When Cooks was double covering, oh yeah, did you know? Covered, hard, yeah, hard. did you know you had Callaway going across the middle of the field? Yeah, I seen him. You were streaming on that very same play. So that tells yeah. me he's not really he's not really seeing the whole field. He's tunnel vision. So well, his clock was time, off. His clock huh? was off because of. His clock was off because of the because of the, the pressures that he was getting. If they were sent like, man, they had like one, they had one play where the defense lined up all up on the strong side of the football. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? They, and, and, they, and it was exactly what they thought it was gonna be. It was gonna be a run. And then they blitzed them. They sent like all t- different exotic blitzes. They sent, yeah, they sent, you know, linebackers his way, they sent safeties his way. His timing was off. If, if you looked at one of like one of his passes, like he was like, you know, like just shaking it. You know what I'm saying? Like they it yeah. threw his timing off. And I don't, I don't know if people understand like the importance of timing. Like a, a quarterback has a clock in his head. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's literally a one Mississippi, two Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. and, and, if, and if you hit him, you know what I'm saying? Like let's say, say if it's on three Mississippi, right? And you hit him before – Three Mississippi, now it's gonna be one Mississippi, two Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it throws off his timing, and they did a good job. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, they did a good job, man. Vic Fangio is the, is a master at controlling quarterbacks. I mean, there's yeah. a reason why the Denver Broncos are competitive all the time, even though they lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason yeah. why, and it don't get no better than Patrick Mahomes right now. It don't. That's you know right. what I'm saying? So That's right. I mean, I, I can't blame yeah. him, man. That was that was like playing. I got. I said earlier, that's like pre-eligible. That's like going pre-eligible, and then be like, okay, we're gonna send you to calculus next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's gonna be a struggle for you. It's gonna be. It's like that's that's what it was for him. He went to an intermediate defense. You know, no disrespect to the Atlanta Falcon fan, but I mean, they know what it is. They, they defense not good. I mean, I don't care what happened today. It, it was. You know what I'm saying? It was the best game for him. You know, and that defense and, and this game today was the best game for him because you know they ain't have no quarterbacks. You know, yeah, lucky for really us. This, this game, this game, but I still should have seen some sort of improvement with um, you know, not hitting receivers in the flat. You know, right. you know, some intermediate passes should have been completed. I don't know right. if that's part of it with what Sean game plan was for him. I don't know, I can't call nah, it, but from nah, what nah, I nah. saw, from what I saw. It's still that portion there still falls comes upon him, right? You know, and I just expect to see some improvement right now. I'm giving him a D plus, C minus. Okay, you know, I, mean, I have to. I can't. I can't give him no more than that. 
I mean, I got to ride with him because he's our quarterback. I'm going to ride right. with whomever. And so right. far as uh, <laughs> the previous caller talking about uh, Dennis Allen, oh, yeah, I'm still anti-Dennis Allen. Yeah, he had to simplify that defense and put it to the defensive strength for the defense to be playing the way they're playing right now, you know. Right. And he should have been done that at the start of the season. You know, so now uh, give me Nick Fangio any day for a defensive. Yeah, player. I mean, yeah, look, 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 I mean, look, like I take Big Fangio, like don't disrespect Dennis Allen, but uh, yeah, Big Fangio available, yeah, I definitely would take him. But I mean, I mean, kudos to him, man. I mean, better late than never. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so Lisi, Lisi, Lisi had the, the, you know what I'm saying? Lisi had the courage to do it. You know what I'm saying? And, and simplified, yeah. and now these guys flying around the field. But uh, thank right, you so Nick. much for the call, my yep. brother, man. You take it easy. Will do. All right. All right, we're gonna move on to uh the boosting, man. What's going on? Hold on, once hold on one second, brother. Hold on, I got some uh donations I gotta acknowledge, man. King Arthur, thank you very much for the one dollar. Uh let me see. Brandon says uh, SK uh Simmons, he did. I don't know exactly what that means. I guess that was a conversation they were having. Uh let me see. Donovan says, I think the experience will make him a better gadget player. Yeah, that, that's the truth. I mean, when, when Drew Brees comes back, now you have opportunities to maybe open up the playbook because plays that you've seen him do really well, you can possibly use that uh, when he does come into the game and he won't seem so one-dimensional. SK Simmons says, uh, yes, after the loss today, he said they'll go. Uh, did Tony Romo ever go as a player? Uh, we, did he ever go as go well? I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know what the conversation is about with that. Russell says Cook has been suspect these last few games. Uh, well, I mean, he was struggling when Drew Brees was there, of course. But, I mean, I don't think – I think he probably would have turned the corner if Drew was still there. You know, I think Drew would have gave him opportunity to redeem himself. So, I mean, everybody's uh, production is dropping. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders' uh, production is dropping. Uh, Alvin Kamara in the passing game production is dropping. So, can't really too much blame him for that, man. He he, he hasn't had a fair shot to redeem himself. So I, I, I'm going a, I'm to a reserve my judgment for a lot of these players on the Saints team. Uh, Paul says, no, he over, uh, overthrown a lot. Yeah, he was, man. He, he, he definitely wasn't accurate at all. Uh, CIA Johnson, true that. Uh, Amai says, I feel bad for the Broncos quarterbacks. Yeah, I do, man. The NFL, once again, should be ashamed of itself. Uh, Big Wick, thank you very much for the $5. Uh, L-A-M-A-O, uh, Truth Hurts, thank you very much for the $2. And Brandon also says the Saints are going to sweep the Falcons next week. All right, so we're going to move on now to uh, Boosted, man. What's going on, man? What's up, TJ? Hey, how you doing? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Uh, what you got for us? Hey, uh, TJ, I know this ain't got nothing to do with football. I used to stay at Myrtle Beach. Um hmm you be uh, going to like Merrill's Inlets, uh, Polly's Island, uh, Georgetown and stuff, uh, you know, just going out there, just checking stuff out. Well, uh, I, I I work out in Hemingway. The radio station I um, work at is in Hemingway, which is probably like about 30, about 30 minutes from Georgetown. I really don't go to George. I really don't go to Georgetown a lot. I mostly like go to like Conway. Um, I stay in the Carolina Forest area. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, oh, you stay over there by you stay over there by Coastal Carolina, don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter as a matter of fact, uh, that's where me and my wife are moving. That's where our home is. Like maybe like it's like right off Highway Five Hundred One. Probably like uh, it's probably like about ten minutes away from Coastal Carolina. Oh, you going back towards uh um 
what that is, uh, Conway, Dillon's, and uh, uh, Marion and stuff back that yeah, way. Yeah, 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 back that way, man. Yeah, yeah. not not that not that far not back. That far. But yeah, yeah. Not that far. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I definitely I definitely spend a lot of time in Conway, man. That's why I mostly go, you know, my barbers out there, man. But yeah, yeah, man, I, I love it out here, man. I, I love Myrtle Beach, no doubt. I miss it out there, man. Going to the beach every day, man. That's the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean that that is that is one of those uh you know one of those things that are uh, beneficial being out you know by the beach, be able to go out there anytime you want to, man. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, man. But what you thought about the game today, man? What you thought about the game? What you thought about the Saints' performance? Uh, Denver Broncos uh, being short a quarterback. What you thought? You know what? As everybody was saying at first, like, you know how you go in the jungle, right? And mm-hmm. you either you the line. Are you the zebra? Right. No matter the, <laughs> look, no matter the situation, you gotta right. eat. You gotta right. eat. Yeah, so, true. No, I no mercy shown today. I know they ain't had a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> look, no, look, no mercy shown today, but I know they ain't had no quarterback. But you know, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. them five them five oh four boys, uh um Alexander and uh DeMario, man. Oh hey, man. man. Oh man. Them them boys playing lights out, man. Oh, man. Incredible. Incredible. Two. They they the they the one two punch right now going on in the league, you know. Like they can go up, they can go up against anybody right now the way that they playing. I, yeah. I put them up against any linebacker core in football right now. Yeah, because they play sideline to sideline. You got some linebackers, they just stay in the middle of the field. When you right. see a you see the running back going over there to the right or to the left, they already over there making the tackle. So that's pretty true. good as linebackers, man. True that, true that. Yeah. Downhill linebackers and I say our running game, it, it, it's been coming on pretty strong this year too. So yeah, yeah, I, I like it, man. I mean, I look, I'm looking at the stats right now, man. Uh, the Saints ran the ball 44 times today. You know, I can't remember the last time the Saints. It's, it's like the second time that the Saints actually ran the ball 40 plus times. The last time I think was against the Detroit Lions. So, I mean, they're running the football, man, and they're, they're you know they're they're committing to the run, and that's what's going to get you over that hump, man. Because when you get into the playoffs and teams kind of buckle down defensively, you got to count on that running game in order to get you over that hump, man. You're not going to be able to go back and you know try to throw the ball 30, 40 times in a game and think that's going to uh, generate some type of success. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that I saw that, no doubt, man. So uh, what do you think about Taysom Hill, though? You know what, Taysom, I feel like him as our quarterback, I feel like Sean Payton don't trust him to throw the ball that much. He'll mm-hmm. rather him run that much. So something is a something's off about that. I've been peeping that out. You know what I'm saying? He'll let him throw it every now and then, but he'll always have him running it or, or you know what I'm saying, or option, or he in the option read. Like you don't trust his arm, man. They wide receivers was open all day today, man. Yeah. I mean, but it, it's really it's up to Taysom though to make those decisions, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he got to be able to read defenses. He got to read between his progressions. He got to be a little bit more patient, man. I mean, Sean Payton can give you the best play, you know what I'm saying, plays in the world, but if you're not executing them the way they need to, then, I mean, it's pointless. So, I mean, but, hey, what, what uh, before you go, man, where you stay at now? Uh, Dallas. You used to stay out here too, didn't you? Yeah, I used to stay out there in Dallas too, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't cover all your tracks, man. I, I used to stay in Addison, man. I stayed in Addison right on Beltline Road, man. So, 
Yeah, that's my old stomping grounds. You know what I'm saying? I used to go to Oak Cliffs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Rooted chicken, you know what I'm saying? I used to be yeah. out there part. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I stay at. You know what? I ain't never ate Rooted chicken. I'll be oh, all Oh, man. Sweet Georgia Brown. You ain't Sweet Georgia Brown? Oh, yeah, I know man. You. Okay. Okay. Man. Okay. Right out there on yeah. Lancaster, man. I know. Look, yeah. bro, I know Oak Cliff, man. I know, I know that spot. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I, hey, bro. I'd, I'd have been all over, man. I'd have been all over, you know. But hey, but man, I appreciate. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Nah, I was just about to say, man. It, it's a blessing to, to be able to see. You know, what I'm saying like certain people don't get to leave where they. You know, what I'm saying where they stay right. at, or not, not, not even right. being able to see what. You know, what I'm saying me. You saw just the travel and mm-hmm. stuff. It's a beautiful sight, though. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, man. To be able to travel, go to different places, and have different perspectives, different cultures, and stuff like that, and have an appreciation for it, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up in New Orleans, you know, I used to man, I grew up around a whole bunch of African Americans. You know what I'm saying? Like, no doubt. Like, I would I can go like months at a time about seeing anybody outside my culture, you know. But you know, going to live out of Dallas, you know, that you know, there's a strong Hispanic population out there, you know, going out to you know, out here in Myrtle Beach, there's a strong Caucasian, you know what I'm saying, population out here. You know, you, you understand how people, you know, live their lives, you know what I'm saying, different lifestyles. And you know what I'm saying? You you understand people culture a little bit more. And I feel like uh going out and having those type of experiences, it helps you, you know, with your life. You know what I'm saying? You'll be able to, you know, mingle a little bit better and have an understanding about people's thought patterns. Uh but yeah. I, I, yeah, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much, TJ. man. Call back anytime, my brother. TJ. Uh, one thing, game ball. Sean Payton, because guess what? He gave the running backs the ball, man. He gave yeah, the ball. Yeah, he ran man. the ball, man. He he ran the ball, man. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. Appreciate that call, man. Call back anytime, my brother. Already. Thank you, TJ. Uh, already, man. You tell that boy in Dallas right now, boy, say already. No, no, they're in Dallas where they say already. <laughs> man, moving on to Chosen, man. What's going on, man? What's going on, TJ? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing all right, man. Hey, what you got for us, man? Hey, say the best for last, okay? All right, you're the last person on, on here right now. You're probably going to be the last caller tonight, so I know you ain't going to disappoint, man. We're going to go ahead and give you the flow. I, I appreciate that, man. Shout out to Josh, you know. Congratulations mm-hmm. on, you know what I'm saying, his milestones and graduation and where he coming from in life. So shout out to him and OG Jerry Port and everybody who came before me. Yes, sir. But, um. Yeah, man, I just want to address some things with Taysom. Yeah, he mm-hmm. struggled, but let's be honest, man. These this the NFL. These guys get paid millions trying to stop what you're doing. You get yeah, exactly. paid millions to do something, and they getting paid just as many millions to stop you. You know right. that's why they have film. That's why they break footage down. You know, right. so just as much as we want Taysom to make plays, they counting on their guys and their staff and their organization to break down them plays. So you know. Is this is this the second game, man? You and you, and like you say, you want this type of stuff to happen. You don't want to get mm-hmm. complacent. You yep. want to have footage on what you can improve. Because once you don't have nothing you can improve on, you get relaxed. You say, "Oh, well, I got it," and then that's when you fall for the okie doke. And mm-hmm. unfortunately for us, we fell for it in the playoffs. So you rather right. get this stuff right now cleaned up and squared away, so you know how to handle it down the road. Mm-hmm. Another point, the linebackers, man. I don't know what it is, but them boys looking like the the Splash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you got Demario Davis on one side, you got Quan Alexander on the other, and they having fun, bro. That's the one thing. First, man, so early this season, like we weren't having fun. These dudes is 
is laughing, jumping around, dapping. Nah, nah, we we critique the dap. I, I think I think they can do a little dap now. Nah, they, yeah, yeah, it's dap worthy. You know, I say I say I say high sock worthy. You know what I'm saying? Like you wear your socks high. Yeah, that's that dap worthy. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely dap worthy right now. And 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 Dennis Allen, you know what I'm saying? He he must have heard through the grapevine and he could see this stuff his own film. If we mm-hmm. could see it, they could see it. The, all exactly. those crazy plays and packages. Simplify, man. That's that San Antonio Spurs mentality, man. It's 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 boring, it's ugly, but it wins championships, man. You got sometimes we just gotta stick to what we know. Now I want to, I not, not want to, I don't want to bash Taysom, but I want to get on him. I feel like Taysom problem, man. Another ultimate problem that a lot of people may not look at, but I do. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying. Maybe not be Breeze, but I think he's trying to impress Breeze. Because if you think about it, if you think about his conversations, mm. he always saying he's asking Breeze, "Well, what would you do?" That's not that's not that's mm. not. But I feel like he's trying to do things as close to Breeze as he could when he should be himself. He's trying mm. to do his warm ups. He's trying to do his pregame huddles. He's trying to do his workouts. He's trying to do his mechanics and stay sharp. Man, Breeze is Breeze. Man, you can't be Breeze. I think. Exactly. That's what he do. You're a dual threat. You run the ball, and you got a big arm, man. Throw them bullets like Jay Cutler used to do. You know what mm, I'm saying? Yep. I feel like he's trying so hard to impress and, and be on this breeze level when you're going to hurt yourself at the end of the day trying to do that. What I always say, man, you got to be the best version of yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's not him. Drew Brees yeah. is a once-in-a-lifetime player. You know what I'm saying? Right. Taysom is not that guy. You know, I I wanted James to play today. Me too. Me Okay, Taysom, you showed us what you did. You having a bad day, but let's 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 at least get some let's get some snaps in for Jameis. You know what I'm saying? That's what I that's why I wanted him to play. But I did. I see people canceling Taysom out. Man, put him on the bench. I'm done with him. Like, no, don't do that, man. And then when he scored the touchdowns, it was back to old. And then when he started back getting sacked, it's like, bro, y'all y'all tripping now. It's <laughs> these people have footage. These guys go into halftime. They do the same thing. These guys get paid millions. This is how they feed their families. Their job is to stop what you do best, no matter we like it or not. And once they stop it, we get mad because we may not be used to seeing us getting stopped. But this is the NFL. You know what I'm saying? That's the part of the game. You can't expect us to come out every open. These guys on Twitter, they go crazy. And I see what us as Saints fans say. It's like they want us to come out, okay, check down, check down. 50-yard touchdown pass, 80-yard touchdown pass. It don't work like that. You're going to have some three and outs. You're going to get sacked. But the thing is, is how you come back and how you capitalize off that because these guys are here to break down your play. That's what they do. Nobody's going to let you just walk in their end zone. Nobody's just going to let you score on them and make them look. These guys have egos. They have integrity. They they listen to media clippings, you know, and, and they, just, they want it just as bad as you. And um, I, I want to before I go, man. I wanted to um shout you out on that point you made, man. That sixty-five yard field goal, that air pressure, that thing looked like you pretty much could just walk up to it and throw it over the goalpost yourself. Now, if that would have been anywhere else, I don't think he would have made that field goal, man. Man, if you see like something like, you know, Thomas Morris there. I mean, I know he's an incredible punter. Yeah. But, I mean, it, they gave him like an extra ten yards. This dude was like on a twenty. Right, he was on. He was on twenty. Punt the ball, and the ball landed on the uh, the opposite side of the field at the ten. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it uh, it, it was. You know, I mean, if if it came down to a sixty-five yard field goal, I have like no doubt in my mind that Will Lutz would have made it because, like I said, it's just the air pressure. You know, like if 
I mean, it just like when you kick the ball, when you kick the ball into the air, let's just say out here in, in South Carolina, if you kick the ball into the air, there's, you know what I'm saying, there's that pressure, you know what I'm saying, that's putting gravity, that's pushing the ball down, you know what I'm saying? So it's fighting, you know what I'm saying, it's fighting, you know what I'm saying, to try to like get to its highest point. And then you have, you know, of course, the pressure pushing it down. The air is so thin out there. I mean, it's basically like a hot knife through butter, basically. You know what I'm saying? So it can go further. It can travel farther. So that's why a lot of people, like, when, you know, you start talking about some of the best special teams, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I was watching NFL Top 10. And it was talking about the best field goal kickers of all time and the best special teams. And they put an asterisk behind, like, the Denver Broncos, like, kick returners and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? They started putting asterisks behind them because of the air pressure. So right. I mean that that means a lot, man. That that's a great it advantage does. for Denver, like for real. They kicking that ball, man. Like I say, it's just soaring. The velocity, the altitude is just going. And this like right. if I, you know, sometimes that fifty one be hard. <laughs> yep. So these yep. guys kicking it from sixty and fifty. I mean, that's right. uh, fifty eight yards and stuff like that, man. Like that's crazy. But um, yeah, yeah, man. Like, I just wanted to touch up on that part with Taysom, man. Like, calm down, man. It's just a yeah. second he knew. Me personally, I didn't expect Taysom to have a better game because he did so well coming out. I, yeah. I expected to see some 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 regrets, but that's what you need. You need that on film because if all you got is good stuff, when you come to the bag, you ain't gonna know how to game plan for it, man. Like just be patient. These guys, like they ain't nothing to sneeze at, you know. Like we we already know we damn if we do, damn if we don't. We lose, man. Y'all right. a, a, a practice squad, but when we win. Man, y'all only beat them because they ain't – I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I feel bad for LeBron to have to go through this, but it ain't like Drew Locke had to play defense. You know what I'm saying? Y'all right. still defense out there. Now, if you want to talk about them putting up points, cool, but because I ain't going to lie. In that first series, that defense came out. They It looked like it was going to be one of them games to me. Yep. Yeah, phone know? boot game. Yeah, but that's all I got, man. Like, just get – let Taysom Hill grow. Let him play. You know what I'm saying? Sean Payton know what he's doing. You know, mm-hmm. he, he just need to be himself. You know what I'm saying? Just let Taysom be Taysom, man, and let everything else work itself out, man. Let these guys, they playmakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, just let them do what they're going to do. And everybody going to come back healthy. I see they ran that ball to the right, too. They talk about Ryan Ramchick. <laughs> you see how important he was. Exactly. Exactly. And to the right side, man. Yeah, you, you rarely <laughs> seen any, like, runs to the left. Man, that, that cutback uh, by Latavius Murray for that touchdown, it's man, true. that that – <laughs> oh yes sir like for real like how he he seemed like he was gonna go to the left right and i mean that mug that boy cut like so yeah, quick that's right up that gap man <laughs> what <laughs> exactly <laughs> that would have definitely what it looked like you know but man, thank you so much chosen man appreciate the phone call appreciate that great insight like always brother yes sir thank you uh take it easy yeah man chosen man I, I think that was appropriate that we uh put him on last man always uh come through with the heat and always put something on our mind every single time. Uh, let me go ahead and read some of the, the chat here, and then we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Uh, Thomas says, TJ, I'm from Biloxi, Mississippi, but I've uh, been in Dallas for three and a half years. Uh, I stay off Mid Park Road. Okay, I know exactly what that's at. Uh, anyway, um, if Taysom starts versus uh, the Falcons, we're going to lose, bro. Uh, we should start Winston, period, already. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I I don't know. You know, I, I think defenses are the same. I, I mean, defenses are different. Teams are different. So who knows, man? I, I think he will get the start because that's just not showing Peyton to just give up on a guy like that. 
I think he has confidence in him. But I do have to agree with Chosen. I do feel like he tries to be too much like Drew Brees, and it's almost like what would Brees do? What would Drew do in a situation like that? Look, you can't be Drew Brees, man. Drew Brees, like Chosen said, it is Drew Brees. Can't be him, okay? You, you only can be yourself. And right now, because you're thinking so much, you know, and trying to be like him, I feel like it, it's taken away from your production. Uh, TJ, will you watch the Packers game? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch the game or not. I'll, I'll probably check a little bit of it out, you know. Hopefully uh, hopefully they lose. <laughs> uh, we need the Packers and Seahawks to lose. Well, um, I'm not so much worried about the, the Seahawks. I'm more so worried about the Packers because they actually beat us. Uh, yeah, at this point, I'm not looking uh, the same uh, when Hill plays at this point. Uh, he's not moving the ball. And it was just one game, folks. It was one, it was one game. One game against a guy that that is one of the best defensive play callers in the NFL. Like, let's pump the brakes, man. Let's see, you know, let's, let's, let's take it one week at a time. Like we expect I think we expect Patrick, what we expect, Patrick Mahomes to be out there, you know, Kyler Murray or something. Like, well, it takes time, man. It takes time for these guys to go out here and 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 Team scheme against guys, and sometimes those schemes work. Uh, <laughs> Dennis Allen is ankle sock worthy. Uh, nah, uh, well, I won't say ankle sock worthy. Uh, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say ankle sock worthy. I, I give him tube sock, you know what I'm saying, right now. I, I give him tube sock. He, he can have a, a, a little bit of length on his leg, you know what I'm saying, like a little bit, okay? Now, they ain't up to his kneecap yet, you know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't up there yet, but. He, he definitely deserves some tool socks. He graduated from ankle socks to two socks. Uh, I'm late, but Taysom isn't the answer. <laughs> he wasn't the answer today, and I'm glad the running game was. TJ sounded like Skip. Hmm. I sound like Skip? Uh, what do you mean by that? How do I sound like Skip? You have to you have to tell me how. I, def- I don't think I sound like Skip. Uh, I really want to see what Jameis can do. And do you think Drew Brees will return this season? Yeah, I, I feel like he will. And I think you're going to see some Jameis Winston. Uh, TJ, I don't care if we throw the ball 1 to 20 yards past it all the way through the Super Bowl. long as we win, I'm good. Yep, a win is a win. And you see, y'all jumping to conclusions too quickly. You know what? I, I Man, like I said, you know, I, I love I love the Who That Nation, but some of us, man, we we so bipolar. Like one week we up here wanting to sing this guy's praises and talking and 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 shouting from the rooftops. Yeah, we got our future. This, that, and the third. He balled out, and then a guy has a lackluster game, and all of a sudden, oh, get him up out of here. Or maybe maybe it's just some of those folks that was quiet last week, and now they want to show up the grandstand. Oh man, I told y'all that he wasn't the answer. Like, come on, man. Get a guy a chance. Give a guy an opportunity. And like I said, like you're, you're only feeling this way if, if he was compared to Drew Brees. If we were the Jaguars, okay, if we were the Jacksonville Jaguars, we would not be having this conversation right now. The only reason why we're having this conversation is very simple. It's because we have an all-time great quarterback that he is, uh, he is playing after. I mean, they always say, you know, you never want to be the man, you know, after man. You want to be the man after the man 
after the man. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be that guy because the shoes are just too big to fill because every mistake that you make is going to be like, well, Drew wouldn't have did that. Well, Drew wouldn't have made that decision. Well, Drew would have would have threw that. That would have been a touchdown. Drew would have, like, come on, man. Stop comparing this guy, you know. Stop comparing this guy to Drew Brees. <laughs> That's not fair. Mike says, good luck, Saints, next time we can play you guys with a real QB. Yeah, Mike, you know, like I said, man, I've been talking about you all. And I, like I said, I feel I, I'm so sorry y'all had to deal with that today, man. You know, now I'm sorry y'all had to deal with that today. You know, and hopefully, you know, and I don't know. It, it just it just was a bad look and at, for NFL fans all over the world. It would it would just it was just a bad look. I mean, I'm happy that the Saints got the win, but I'm in no I'm in no way satisfied. I I would have been if the Saints would have played like Drew Locke and the Saints would have got that that victory. TJ, man, tell them to let uh, Taysom live. It was one game, defense make adjustments based on film. Uh, all y'all uh, uh, who's calling uh, for Taysom to get benched, keep that same energy when he bowls. All I'm saying, I don't know if you're a baller, not Keen Arthur. I'm not going to look. All I'm saying is I don't know enough about this. You know, it's almost like if you see a guy that's really, really fast, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? You, you see him at practice, he's running track and, He's beating everybody, right? He looks real good. He has a lot of promise. Then he goes out there, you know, and he runs his first race and he wins, right? And then the second race, he trips over his, you know, he tripped over his shoes and falls down. And you say, oh, well, I thought I had something there. Like, come on, man. Like, get a guy a break. Like, I, I haven't seen enough. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen enough. I have not seen enough of Taysom Hill. And I don't think you've seen enough of Taysom Hill for you to come to that conclusion. Now, if he not enough, you know what I'm saying? If, if he if this is his ceiling, what we've seen against the Falcons, then I will concede. But I haven't seen enough for me to say that. And I just feel like anybody that's saying that he's not the answer is clearly jumping out of the window. Okay. Maybe you're trying to jump out of the window before everybody else. So you can be like, man, I told Joe he wasn't it. I don't know. You know, but I'm I'm willing to reserve my judgment. You know, just call me a fool. Just call me the person that's going to be late to the party. But I'm going to give that man a chance. Troy, thank you very much for the 499. Says, put your money where your mouth is. Explain why uh, T. Hill is not a uh, starting NFL. Just leave your number. I don't know what you mean by put your money where your mouth is. Explain why Taysom Hill is not a starting NFL. I guess he's talking about quarterback. Uh, just leave your number. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why they would say that. I, I don't. But that's this people. Uh, the Saints will crush the Steelers in the Chiefs' hands down, black and gold to the Super Bowl. Julian, I like that optimism, <clears throat> but let's just take it one week at a time. Let's take it one week at a time. I've learned as a Saints fan to never get too high and never get too low. Okay, I, I just I, I stay very moderate when it comes to the Saints, and uh. I just take it week by week. Now that I think about it, how did we lose to the Raiders? Uh, I just think that the Raiders uh, threw something at us that we weren't prepared. And at the same time, this defense was not where where they needed to be. I think it was just too much exotic play calling and scheming out there. And now they kind of settled down and 
I guarantee if they played the Raiders again, it would be a blowout. Uh, TJ, as long as the defense and special teams balls out and wins, that's all that matters. I agree with that. March on Jenkins, Gardner, uh, Malcolm Jenkins, ballers. Yeah, they, they definitely have been balling. No, no, um, no complaints here. And even Marcus Williams. I mean, we got to give him credit too. Any news on Janoris Jenkins? All I knew, he was questionable and uh, hopefully uh, it's not too serious, man. But he had a very noticeable blimp and um, that would be crushing if something was to happen to him. Uh, but before we go, let's go ahead and read some of these stats here, man. Uh, start with Taysom Hill. He was down to 16, 78 yards. Uh, no passing touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Latavius Murray had himself a game, 19 carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 11 carries, 54 yards. Taysom Hill, 10 carries, 44 yards, two touchdowns. Dwayne Washington, three carries for six yards. Uh, Michael Thomas even got a credit for one carry and one yard. Michael Thomas, four carries. I mean, four receptions, 50 yards. Traquan Smith, one catch, 16 yards. Troutman had one catch. Manuel Sanders with one catch. Tavis Murray with a catch. Uh, Alvin Kamara, one catch for a negative two yards. Uh, we also had like some fumbles. Uh, fumble recovered by James Hurst. Of course, we know Quine Alexander uh, picked up a fumble recovery. Uh, Latavius Murray uh, fumbled and got it back. And Taysom Hill fumbled and he got his back. Uh, defensively, uh, Demario Davis had nine tackles, uh, seven solo. Uh, and then followed by Malcolm Jenkins with five tackles, four solo. Marcus Davenport, who was all over the field today, uh, he even got a tackle for loss, uh, three tackles, uh, and uh, all three of them were solo. And then you have Cam Jordan, who had the sack, only had the, the only sack the team had. And we know Janora Jenkins had an interception, and so did C.J. Gardner-Johnson uh, with one interception. Uh, the defense played outstanding today. Definitely don't have a problem. Definitely don't have a problem with the defense like the way that they're trending they're trending upwards uh the stock is rising for the saints defense and as long as the saints defense can play the way they've been playing for the last couple uh weeks then um, no matter what's going on with the saints offensively they'll have an opportunity to fix it uh troy thank you very much for the 499 once again he says i'll explain to you why hill is not a starting quarterback put your money uh let me see put your money is and leave a number um well you can explain to me why you feel like he is not a starting quarterback, but all that will still be opinionated, you know, at this point, you know, I mean, we don't know. I mean, I can sit up here and say, well, you know what I'm saying? I can tell you why Phillip Rivers would never be a hall of famer. You know what I'm saying? Just because I get my opinion don't mean that he never will end up in a hall of fame, you know? So, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't know, man. I just feel like, Look, I, I understand how you feel. Some people feel like he's not a starting quarterback. I'm not here to defend him on that. I'm not. All I'm saying is I am going to reserve my judgment to all of the facts come out until he actually shows me without a shadow of a doubt that he is not a starting quarterback. Until he shows me without a shadow of a doubt he is not the answer and I see a complete body of work of him not being the answer, then I will concede and say he is not. OK, I just feel like we just jump out of the window when we see a couple things that we feel like are alarming. We we exacerbate them. You know what I'm saying? Like we just like blow them up. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like that's how we end up, you know, eating a whole bunch of crow. And I'm tired of eating crow. I've been eating crow all season long and I'm tired of eating it. OK, 
I, I, I probably got a freshman 15. And for those that went to college know what I'm talking about. I probably got a freshman 15, a crow, and I don't want to eat no more crow. Okay. I don't want to eat crow no more. I'm, my days of eating crow is over. I want to reserve my judgment to all of the facts come out. Okay. That, that is what I'm going to do. I am going to tread softly. I am going to give my take as if I'm walking across thin ice in the, in Lake Michigan. Okay. That is how I am going to approach these situations. Uh, if you're looking for hot takes, um, I might give you one every now and then, but you know, that's just not me at this point. You know, I learned my lesson, you know, you know, anybody that don't learn the lesson is doomed to repeat them. And I don't like repeating. So there you have it. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Casey, uh, I don't trust any quarterback against Kansas City. We need Breeze back for KC. I think even Breeze would struggle against them. We can afford Taysom hesitate to make decisions and being afraid to throw the ball. I agree with that. I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, we definitely going to need Breeze in a major way, but Besides Patrick Mahomes, there's nothing about the Kansas City Chiefs scare me. Uh, you know, their run defense is not very good. Their secondary is not really good. Uh, the only person you have to really worry about is Chris Jones. And uh, I just think that the Saints have a good offensive line. And I think the Saints uh, can do some things that <laughs> Tampa is not brave enough to do, which is run the football and um, find ways to win. Uh, just celebrate uh, the win by an outstanding coaching staff. That is true, Dietrich. I mean, it, this was a good coaching job. And finally, we're going to finish it up with David says, how does everyone forget Breeze versus the Vikings last year playoffs? He was terrible. Uh, yeah, he was not very good in that game. But look, Drew Breeze gives us the best. He puts us in the best position to win. He puts us in the best position to win. All right. I don't care what y'all talking about. I don't care what Taysom do. I don't care what kind of magic uh, Taysom has. He will never put us in a better position to win than Drew Brees does. Now, he will do some things that will be better than Drew Brees on a certain Sunday or two. But when it comes down to it, I'd rather have number nine under center than any one of those other guys in the room with him. Uh Troy, once again, thank you very much for the 499 says he's already showing us uh, only the train. I can see it. Uh, I'll tell you why. Well, I mean, uh, Troy, I mean, feel free, like, feel free to get your input. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I and I, I respect that, man. Like, I don't want you to think that I'm I'm disagreeing with you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just reserving my judgment, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure you can break down the X's and the O's, the Willies and the Joes, okay? But, I mean, I just want to reserve my judgment, man. Troy, I'm pretty sure you do. I'm pretty sure you have a good football mind, my friend. I'm pretty sure you probably see some things that some of us in the that Nation probably have not seen. But I, I just want to – I'm going to be on a fence where I just reserve my judgment. I just want to wait a minute before I just completely, like, just bury the guy, Okay. I, I I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not trying to uh, undertake a him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not me- trying to make him rest in peace just yet. All right. But I want to say thank you all very much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. And thank you for all those that called in. And uh, if you're new to the State of the Saints podcast, uh, first off, thank you. Uh, thank you to all the Denver Bronco fans that came into the chat here today. Uh, hopefully better days are ahead for your team, man. And hopefully the NFL uh does something man well this never happens again and i'm sorry you all had to be the sacrificial lambs for this particular moment 
But I want to say uh, once again, thank you very much for checking out the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search the State of the Saints podcast, uh, facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast, and also check out the State of the Saints podcast on tomorrow afternoon. My special guest will be from WWL, Mark Menard. Y'all probably, if you listen to WWL, he does like the Sprite scoreboard um, after every Saints game. He gives us the scores of every game. You probably hear him. Uh, in the evenings, uh, mostly if you check out WWL, but he will be on the show uh, uh, tomorrow afternoon. We'd like to get his take on this game and also just some information about the New Orleans Saints and his perspective. But uh, previous episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. And just in case I didn't plug the time, it's going to be at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, my interview with Mark Menard on tomorrow. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?